Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Welcome, everybody, to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you again today. This has just been a marvelous week, Lord, and we appreciate it. We're so grateful to you. We thank you for sending Dr. Colbert to us and, and, and you're training him and teaching him over all these years from your word and, and from his standpoint as a doctor. And it is so rich and so good for you're our healer and your healing power is in us. And when we find out these things that is corrupting our faith and corrupting that power in our body, we praise you and thank you that we are blessed with your knowledge and wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. uh, This keeps coming back into my thinking. I want to go back over there before we read this in, in 1 Corinthians. I want to read that again from Deuteronomy 28, that Galatians chapter 3, we, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We're redeemed from that. Amen. So it has no power over us. Once we take the Word of God and take authority over it, then that curse has no power over us. But the things that are in that curse, there is no such thing as a, the curse coming without a foundation to it. A costless curse will not come. No, because the devil, can't, he's not allowed to do that. He can't put something on you against your will and against your, your permission. That's right. Because you cast him out. But he can get you to start saying it. He can get you to start thinking it. He can get you to start doing it and lead you off in a direction. You will bring that thing on yourself. And like we've been talking about, most of the time you didn't know how you did it, particularly until you learned the fundamentals of faith and how that works. Right. Now, I'm, I'm reminded of this again. Deuteronomy 28, of course, the King James says, the Lord will smite you, actually, their permissive verb there in the Hebrew says, the Lord has to allow you to be smitten because you're functioning outside the covenant. You will be smitten with consumption, with fever, inflammation, extreme burning. Now, uh, well, that's what's happening today. These diseases, all these diseases are coming on us by wrong choices and diet and lifestyle. And it's inflammatory diseases. And we've been redeemed from it. But so this is where you release your faith. Now, once, once you put your faith out there, you're, you send in the name of Jesus, I'm not having this anymore. I'm receiving my healing from this now. I say it in the name of Jesus. By his stripes, I am healed. And because of Jesus, I'm redeemed from inflammation. Now, my faith is out there in the name of Jesus. But now I've said it. But faith takes corresponding action also. There's two ways to release faith. Saying it and corresponding action. Now, you, one doesn't take the place of the other. It takes both of them 
in action for it to come to pass. Now, God's called you and people like you to reveal to us what action I need to take. That's right. I believe this with all and every fiber of my being. It was Gloria and my believing God. It was us standing on the Word of God, standing on these kind of scriptures that the Holy Spirit brought us together. Absolutely. I believe right. that, that, that we were able to take advantage of what you know because the Spirit of God led us there because that's not my field. But I have to eat. That's right. <laughs> and I want to remind you again, the Lord said to me, I went to him, I said, but Lord, I, I have to eat. I can't be delivered from food. You delivered me from smoking. You delivered me from drinking. How are you going to deliver me from food? He said, I didn't deliver you from drinking. I delivered you from drinking alcohol. I didn't deliver you from, from breathing. I delivered you from breathing smoke. Amen. <laughs> so, and, and, and then the concept of it was very strong. Now, Doc, let's, let's take up from this verse of Scripture that we have the mind of Christ. We're not going to have that after we die and go to heaven. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? We have the mind of Christ. The word Christ is the translation of the Hebrew word Messiah, which means anointing. We have the same anointing available for our mind as Jesus when he was in the earth and as Jesus has on his mind right now. And we're also promised. We're promised. He's not given us spirit of fear, but power and love and a sound, sound mind. mind. But now, you remember in the scripture, the rich man and Lazarus? Yes. Both of them died. The rich man went into hell. Lazarus was carried into, into Abraham's bosom. Yes. Now, Abraham said to Lazarus, son, remember. His memory was still working. That's right. His brain is, the scripture says he was buried. His brain is in the hole in the ground and his memory is still intact. So his mind and his spirit where his memory was, was using his brain to remember with while he was in the earth in his physical That's right. body. Amen. And, and I, I said all that to get to this. This physical organ of the brain, uh, someone can, can not, you know, people say, well, he's, he's lost his mind. In most cases, he's lost his brain. If you could get his brain fixed, his mind would, would use it right again. I've heard people that were in comas that said, man, I'm hearing everything you people are saying. Mm -hmm. I just can't get to you. Right. Uh, his, his brain wasn't working. And he was thinking and he was hearing what we were saying. But there was no brain activity being registered. That's right. Which is... And a sick brain is essentially a, a mind... It's not working right. You can, you can have 
real good bone, but something wrong with this muscle. Now the whole arm is sick. Now I'm saying all that to say this. I want to get into the, the way this society today is killing it, their brains. Well, again, we're seeing this from everything from the drugs that people take, the alcohol damages the brain. We see, um, you know, contusions of the brain, concussions, traumatic brain injuries. But the biggest thing that's happening to the brain is triggering this actual epidemic we're seeing, and it's getting worse, of dementia and Alzheimer's, is the foods that we're eating. Now, there are many causes of dementia and Alzheimer's. There's many causes of dementia other than just Alzheimer's. There's vascular dementia, there's Pick's disease, there's Parkinson's. There's all kinds of different issues, but there's reversible types of dementia, such as sleep apnea. See, the brain requires the right nutrients, and it requires more than anything, oxygen. As people age, and especially if they're obese, they're unknowingly signing up for sleep apnea where their brain is starving for oxygen. It's damaging and destroying brain cells, which the brain needs oxygen more than anything else. The other thing that is triggering this epidemic of dementia is simply following the diabetes epidemic. Diabetes is growing at exponential rate here in this country and around the world. Now, they're saying that dementia and Alzheimer's is simply type three diabetes. It's a form of diabetes. Wow. It's where the brain cells become resistant to the action of insulin. See, insulin is a hormone that literally, it, it binds to a receptor on the cell, of the brain cell, and the, the brain cell literally allows sugar to enter in. When the brain cells become resistant to insulin, the insulin is not working properly, and the sugar, the main fuel for the brain, is not getting inside the brain cell. So the brain is starving for fuel and it starts to degenerate and eventually die. The brain cells are dying. So much so that as, as one loses more and more brain cells, eventually they have dementia and they can't remember. They start forgetting where they put the keys. They start putting the remote control to the TV in the refrigerator in the oven. And all these strange things start happening, but that's because the main fuel for the brain, sugar is not getting inside the cells because the cells are resistant. And then the other component is inflammation. Alzheimer's and dementia is simply inflammation in the brain or the brain on fire. It's on fire from inflammation. In other words, the body's own immune system is creating inflammatory mediators that are creating inflammation, which is damaging the brain. It's damaging the, brain cell, the membrane of the brain. It's damaging the uh, mitochondria that produces the energy for the brain. So Alzheimer's is, and dementia has many, many different causes. And uh, there's actually Dr. Bradison, a famous neurologist out of UCLA, identified 36 major causes for dementia. Yet the drug companies only have just a handful of medications and they only address one issue. Out but, of 36. Out of 36. Wow. But it doesn't get to the root. These medicines that are presently used for dementia simply help the symptoms, but don't stop the course of the disease. It still continues unchecked. So that right now, according to medicine, there is no cure for Alzheimer's or dementia. Now, there are reversible forms of dementia, such as B12 deficiency. Some people have very low B12 levels and simply checking the B12 putting them on the active form of vitamin B12, which is methylcobalamin, 
helps tremendously. What, what Dr. Bradison did is he identified 36 key factors. One of the key factors he says is high homocysteine. Now, very few doctors ever check homocysteine. It is an amino acid that is highly toxic to the brain and to the bones. So in other words, it causes the body to eat, and it's also highly inflammatory for the blood vessels to the heart and to the carotid arteries. So this toxic amino acid literally inflames the brain. And simply checking a blood test for homocysteine, and he says keeping it down below seven, seven or below is the key. Now, it's interesting that normal for homocysteine is less than around 10 or 11. So again, a lot of people are out there and they've never had their homocysteine levels checked. It needs to be checked. Extremely important. Another key thing he does What's is- What's causing that to rise like that? Well, too many devitalized processed sugary foods that are void of the folic acid, the B6, the B12 that we need to convert the homocysteine to a less toxic amino acid. And many people have a genetic mutation in their MTHF gene, so they need the active form of folic acid, which is MTHF. Now, another key thing that we find is, that Dr. Bradison has found, is fasting. He has found that regular fasting is one of the best things for the brain. And also, uh, besides, well, you say, how's fasting? If you can fast for 12 hours a night, from dinner to breakfast, it, it unleashes a process in the brain called autophagy. Autophagy is actually phagocytosis, or actually eating up, the body begins to eat up these abnormal proteins associated with Alzheimer's disease mm. and clear them from the brain. So periodic fasting is important as well as a ketogenic diet or a diet that is very low in sugars and processed foods. When you reach a state of ketosis in the body, it's protective for the brain. The brain fuel, the best fuel for the brain, especially with, with Alzheimer's or dementia where you have insulin resistance and you can, the brain can't take in sugar, is to switch over to ketone bodies. And ketone bodies like coconut co and coconut oil is, are fats that mm -hmm. help feed the brain. But ketones and healthy fats help to feed the brain. Coconut oil is one of the best healthy fats. So he's identified 36 key factors that if you, he says, if you can correct about 10 to 15 of those factors, he can many times stop, prevent, or even sometimes reverse mild to moderate Alzheimer's disease. Praise God. Which is amazing. That's amazing. But again, many of these are just simple things that we can do, and it primarily it involves diet. It involves the right kind of foods. It involves like berries. Again, berries are very important for the, for the brain. Living foods, omega-3 fats, DHA, which is another a type of omega-3 fat, and then certain nutrients that are very important for the brain that he discusses. Like we discussed the uh, specific B vitamins that are critical for lowering homocysteine as well as um, certain antioxidants are very important for the brain. So when you put this whole program together, you are protecting the brain, you are shutting off inflammation or controlling inflammation of the brain, you are developing insulin sensitivity so that, and one thing he does is he checks fasting insulin levels. Now insulin is that hormone, if it's really high, the, the brain cells become resistant or the insulin doesn't act properly in the brain. So he tries to keep the insulin low 
And you do that by manipulating the diet. It's all easy. It goes back to the root. The fundamentals manipulate mm -hmm. the diet. But what is amazing, one of the most important things for the brain, people don't realize it's so simple, is physical activity. Walking, swimming, cycling. And a lot of people say, well, I can't do that. It's just simply getting out walking or cycling is one of the best ways to uh, help generate uh, these powerful proteins, nerve growth factors, which are like literally fertilizer for the brain. And you don't have to do 30 minutes. I start my patients, we can just do 15 minutes of aerobic type activity, like mm. walking a day, five days a week. Yeah. It is amazing the benefit that can do for the brain. So it's simple things. I'm not asking people to go run marathons or triathlons. You know, I've learned this too. <coughs> Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And uh, in Romans 10, where that's quoted, 10, 17, if you follow that whole chapter, it's talking about preached word right. under the anointing. And when I get on the treadmill, boy, Amen. man, I want the word of God going in me. God. And I want the word going in me while I'm in the car. I want the word going in me. And, other, and the Lord has dealt with me just here recently to get back in the word of God and start stripping away unnecessary things. That's right. Get it out because we are right in the edges of the most powerful outpouring that this planet has ever seen. Absolutely. Now, I want to be right where I'm supposed to be in that. I don't have time to quit. Mm -mm. I sure ain't got time to be sick. No. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're a soldier in the army of the Lord. That comes first. That comes before wh wherever it is you're working. That comes before what, whatever else is going on. What's my place in this outpouring? I need to be healthy on account of this. I, I need to be financially healthy because of this. I don't need to be burdened down deep in debt and all that. Let's get out and be ready because we got a dying world around us. One other very important thing that Dr. Bradison talks about, as well as other neurologists like Dr. Perlmutter, is gluten. Gluten, according to Dr. Perlmutter, is so many people may not be sensitive to gluten in their bodies, but their brains, he says, many people, the, the, one of the root causes of memory loss is simply the protein gluten. It's highly inflammatory. Now you're back brain. to, that inflammatory comes up in, just about the whole package, doesn't it, somewhere? Right. So one of the first things I do for patients with, with Alzheimer's or dementia, I get them on a gluten-free diet. That's extremely important. But when you put all of this together, it is absolutely amazing how many times this can be stopped. It can be stopped in its tracks. Man, praise And then, of course, use your faith. Use the Word of God. Confess you have the mind of Christ. Yes. There's no memory loss, dementia, age-associated memory impairment with Christ's brain. We have the mind of Christ, and He's given us a sound mind. We don't have the spirit of fear, but power and love and a sound mind. Love, if, if you'll put, put the love of God right up, right up top. It was love that created this body. It was love that created the food. It was love that sent Jesus to the cross for the healing of this body that love built. And if you put, and faith worketh by love, faith, hope, and love. So they don't take the place of one another. They have to be functioning as a unit. Put those first 
and then become aware and you go to your father and you say, Father, um, I'm asking you to help me get into the care of this physical body. I want to get it into your hands. I, I want to be doing what the Word is telling me to do. And the first thing it's telling me to do is forgive. Amen. I'm going to have to do that. I've got to make the choice. I've got to settle that forever is to forgive. Now you'd be surprised how much of this other stuff begins to get in line and get straightened out when you make that firm decision from now on. I keep the love commandment and I live by faith. Amen. Put the Word of God first. Now, help me with this food business. I, 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 I have to come in line with the way you've designed this to work. I'm not supposed to be sick. Huh? Amen. I'm not supposed to be broke and sick and tired and worn out all the time. No, no, no. And We're Jesus. supposed to be living epistles yes, of we Jesus are. Christ. Yeah. Where people look at us and they see Jesus. They see Jesus in our eyes, Jesus in our smile, Jesus in our speech. They feel the love of Christ, the peace of God, the joy of the Lord. Isn't is our good? strength. It's it wonderful. Is so good. It's the way we're supposed to be living. Amen. So now, now, now say that. Say this. I am supposed to be well. I'm supposed to be strong in the Lord. I'm supposed to be prosperous because I'm a believer and I'm not a doubter. And in the name of Jesus, this is my time to be well. Doc and I'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.